Ketubot Tafayin Vav, the last thing we were discussing was that in our Mishnah, the first part said that if the father brings a proof that the wounds happened after Kiddushin, the husband has to give the Ketubah. And in the second part, in the Sefa, it said that if she entered the, 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 the shoot of the Baal, and the husband now has to bring a proof that, uh, that, she, that the wounds happened uh, before she got engaged. And at first, Rabbi Lazar said that the first part goes according to Rabbi Yeshua, and the second part goes according to Rabban Gamliel. Rava explained that we're talking about a concept of if we, wherever we found it, we have to say that here it was from the beginning. Meaning, if, it's by, if we found it by our father, and we have to say that it happened before engagement period, and uh, the, the father has to prove that it happened after. And if, if they found it by the, the husband, we're going to say it, it happened over here by you, unless you bring proof that it happened before by the father's house. And with that, we're starting Ayin Vavamud Aleph, six lines in, the last word on the line, so we're really on the seventh line. Rava She Amar. Rava She explains the difference between the first part of the Mishnah and the second part of the Mishnah. The entire Mishnah is Rabban Gamliel. And the Hazaka of her body being 100% healthy is stronger than this person's claim, her husband's claim about money, meaning he wants to keep his money. The thing is over here is Resha Manele Ababiadcha. In the Resha, where it happened in her father's house, the claim is not her claim. It's a Hazakav, her body, but it's the father's money. Remember, she's by her father's house, and it, uh, if there would be a divorce, it would go to the father. And in regards to the father, the, the claim is not so strong. The Hazakah is not so strong to help her father get that money. The Sefa, in the Sefa, where she's already been married, she's in the husband's house, it becomes mane li beadecha, becomes you have my money in your hands, meaning her hazaka is strong enough to get the money out of his hands into her hands, not for her father, but to her hands. And that's a difference. It, the, the, the difference is in the resha, the claim is by her father, and therefore her hazaka of her body is not strong enough. But when it comes to, to her, her getting the money, then it is strong enough. So now, Ravaha, the son of Ravavia, asked a question to Ravashe. We learned in the Brayta, it says, and, and Tosfot doesn't like that Gersa. He says, and he's still not happy with that Gersa. Very kedai look, but let's continue. That that if there's wounds that make sense that she got to buy her father's house, that the father has to bring proof that it happened after engagement. Now, why? Why? Once she's been married, it becomes maneli beadechau. It becomes uh, it's my money. It, the, her hazaka works for her. Remember, it's it's her. It's very strong now. It's not uh, for her father anymore. The father doesn't have to bring proof. She has to bring proof, or even better, the husband has to bring proof now. Rather, like Max Lenz, no, hacha be maskin. What are we talking in that brayta? That's biteret. If she has like an extra finger, an extra toe, or something like that. Uh, that for sure, uh, she was born with it. It didn't just happen. So Agma says, yeah, but yeteret, But if it's an extra finger, what do you mean? What kind of proof can the father say that it was ha- that happened after uh, a- after the engagement? Uh, she was born that way. Now the Agma says, no. The, the father is going to bring proof that the, the husband's relative saw her in the bathhouse 
they probably uh, told him about it. He was okay with it. Now this guy also wants to change his mind. And that's Rav Asher's explanation to the contradiction in our Mishnah that her hazakah of her body is strong enough in regards to her getting the money, but not her father getting the money. And Amar Yudah Mashumuel, Hamachlif Parah Behamor, if a person uh, traded a cow for a donkey, Umashach Baal Hamor Tapara, and the owner of the donkey uh, pulled the cow that made a Kenyan, that he acquired it. Veloi speak Baal Paradim Shochet Hamor, and the owner of the cow didn't get a chance to pull the donkey. And then the donkey passed away. The owner of the donkey has to bring proof that his donkey was alive when he pulled the cow, which in essence is when the trade happened. And the Vidam Shmuel brings a proof from the sugya of Kala with wounds. So right away the Gemara asks, Hey Kala, which sugya with Kala with the wounds? Ilema, maybe you're telling me Kala Bebet we're talking about a Kala by her parents' house, meaning the, we found the wounds while she's engaged, she's still living by her parents. And again, we, we have to say this is going according to Rabbi Lezer's explanation of the Mishnah, that the first part is Rabbi Yeshua, the second part is Rabbi Gamliel. So let's say we found the wounds by her father's house. Well, then Midame, how, what are we comparing? Remember, the, the owner of the donkey and the father are the, the same over here. But it's different because Hatam over there with the Kala by her father's house, the husband doesn't want to give the money. And Maite Avre Aya, the father is going to bring a proof that these wounds only happened after engagement. Umapik, and then he's going to pull out the money from the, the, the husband. Haka, when you're switching the, the cow with the donkey, the owner of the donkey is going to bring a proof that the donkey was still alive at the time of the trade. Umokima is going to keep what he has, not pull out something. Meaning, we're comparing the, the, the owner of the donkey to the dad. In one case, the dad pulls out money from the husband. He wants to pull out the ktuba money. And by, and by the owner of the donkey, all he's doing is just keeping his cow. That's all. So it's not the same case. Rather, Amar Abba, Kala Bebet Hamia. We're talking about a sugya of the Kala who we found the wounds after she got married by her in-law's house. And we're going to say the same way the husband brings proof to say that this woman was damaged before she got to him. And this way he doesn't have to pay. Same thing with the owner of the cow. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't want to give his cow. He wants his cow back. But Vakatelodam, it's not the same case because Hatam with the Kala with the wounds, she has a Hazaka that her body was 100% healthy and the, the, the wounds only came afterwards. And Baal, the husband, who will say is the same as the owner of the cow, is going to bring a proof that this was no good from the beginning and he's going to ruin the Hazaka of the father and, and not give anything. But Hacha over here with the cow and the donkey, opposite. Baal Hamor Materia, the owner of the donkey, is the one bringing the proof, which is like the father of the Kala. Umokim Hezkebidan, he's going to keep everything by him. So again, we're, we're comparing the owner of the donkey to the, to the father of the Kala, and we're comparing the owner of the cow to the, to the, to the Baal, to the husband. And in one case, it's the owner of the cow bringing the proof. And the other case, it's the owner of the donkey bringing the proof, so to speak. So you can't compare one to the other. It's not the same case. 
Rather, Amar Rav Nachman by Yitzhak, no. We're talking about Kala Bebet Abiha. We're talking about the case of a Kala. They found the wounds by her father's house. And we're talking about Ul Kiddushin. The father wants to keep the Kiddushin money. So now it's the same exact case. Meaning, the same way the owner of the donkey wants to prove his donkey was alive and keep the cow. The same thing, the, the father wants to prove that she was healthy at the time of engagement and keep his kiddushin money. And don't say this is only according to the rabbi who holds that the money of kiddushin when, she, when it's given to the woman was not meant to get lost, meaning if this is not a real marriage at the end, you're going to have to give back the money. Even according to the rabbi who holds that the money of Kiddushin, uh, you could just spend it and you don't have to give it back. So if something goes wrong, you don't have to give the money back. That's if it's 100% the Kiddushin. The entire thing was a mistake. They found the wounds on her. It was a whole sham. In, if the father brings the proof that the Kiddushin were done right, then okay, he, the money stays by him. But if he can't bring proof, then he has to give the money back. Now, the Gma is a problem because we learned in the Braita, if we found a needle in the stomach of an animal, the, the, the regular animal, a behemah, has a few areas in the stomach. One of the areas is called betakosot because it looks sort of like a cup. If we found it stuck in the, the we found the needle stuck in the stomach, mitzad dehad, meaning if it's only stuck into one side, it didn't puncture through the stomach, keshera. Mishnets that if it punctured through, then the animals the terefa, not kosher. Nimsa alea koretam. If we look at the needle and there's a little bit of blood, beadua shehul lifnes shehita. Then we know that this puncture happened before shehita and terefa. Lo nimsa alea koretam. But if we didn't find the piece of uh, a little bit of blood, a drop of blood on that needle, beadua shehul lehar shehita. Then we know the puncture happened after shehita. It's kasher. The blood already left the body. If there's a scab over Pihamaka, over the area of the wound, then you know that it became tarif, it was punctured three days before Shkita. And if anyone bought it within those three days, then yeah, they get their money back. But if there's no scab over that, then then go bring me a proof that it happened three days ago and I'll give you back your money. You can't bring a proof that I'm not giving you back your money. Now, now, if the shohet gave money for this animal, then he, then he has to bring proof that this animal was sick from before, and then he gets his money back. Why does the shohet have to bring the proof? According to Shmuel, who said, whenever there's a safek in a sale, the owner of the donkey has to bring proof in order to hold on to the para. Then Baal Behema over here, the owner of the, the cow, let him bring a proof that this animal was not a terefa from three days ago. Venokim, and then keep your money. It's the same thing. So the Gemara explains, no, over here we're talking about we're talking about where the Shohet didn't pay for the animal yet. And that's why uh, the, the owner wants to get the money, and, and that's why the Shohet says that happened three days ago, we're not sure, and therefore he doesn't pull the money out of him. But the Gemara has a problem with that interpretation, because my paska, what makes you say that the owner of the animal, the one who sold the animal to the Shohet, is the one trying to pull out the money? 
why can't we say the other way around that the that the shohet wants his money back? What makes you say that it's a it's an automatic thing that uh, that you that the, the shohet gets the animal and only pays later? Meaning you can't be clear from this. Ela the Gemara goes back and says Kiatar Amebari Haskel Amar. Do not listen to any of these rules, these halachot that my brother Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel. Meaning this whole para uh, hamor trade, don't, don't pay attention to it. Because that's not what Shmuel said. Rather, hachi amar Shmuel. This is what Shmuel said. If a doubt was created, if, if the question came up in someone's possession, it's up to him to bring the proof. And the proof is our Mishnah with the with the, with the Kala who has wounds, and Shmuel holds like Rabbah that the Resha and the Sef as Rabban Gamliel in the Resha the father has to bring proof because it was by him in the Sefa the husband has to bring proof because it was by him. Like I ask the question, Metive, wait a second, What about the the, the needle that was in, in the stomach that punctured through, and then three days before, three days after? And if the shohet didn't give the money, then then the owner of the cow has to bring proof. And then take out the money from the buyer, from the shohet. And why do you have to say it that way? Meaning, the whole safek happened after the shohet already shechted it. And it's up to the shohet to bring the proof. And the Gemara answers, no, we're talking about a situation where the Shohet already paid for it. And the Gemara asks again, Umay Pascal, what makes you say that? Why are we saying that the Shohet always pays before? And the Gemara says simply, because normal people, if someone doesn't give me the money, I'm not giving you the animal, meaning cash on delivery. I'm not giving you this animal until I get payment first. And that makes more sense. Okay. We learned in the Mishnah, Hachamim said, what are we talking about? Wounds that are covered up. But if, uh, if it's wounds that everyone can see, well, you did send your relatives to go check on her in the bathhouse, and you accepted it. And Amar of Nachman, if, if she's an epileptic, meaning she always falls, she has some sort of sickness like that, that's kemumin shebaseter dami. That's like wounds that are covered up that you can't check that out. And it's considered a private wound only when we know when she falls. Let's say she falls every two weeks or whenever the weather is cold or whenever, when there's a set time and this way you could hide that. Meaning she won't go to the bathhouse during that time or she won't go out to the street and no one will see her fainting or falling. So then, you, since you could hide that, that's considered a secret wound. But if it's one of those that you never know when she's going to, to fall, you never know when she's going to have one of those uh, those seizures, that's already uh, an uncovered wound that everyone would know about since she can't hide it. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.